Welcome to Break Free from Binge Eating with me, Victoria. I'm so happy that you're here. If we haven't met yet, I just want you to know that I get you because I was you. I was stuck in the diet binge cycle and hating my body for over 20 years. I've overcome anorexia, bulimia, binge eating disorder, and I'm a domestic abuse survivor. Now that I'm free and happy from the inside out, I've dedicated my whole life to help other women feel the same. In this podcast, we're going to cover food and body freedom, self-love and personal development. And if you implement what you learn, you will be well on your way to healing your relationship with food and your body so that you can fall in love with yourself and your life. Ready? Let's go. Right, so thank you for coming on here with me, Kirsten, because I know how much this is out of your comfort zone. Mm, definitely and I think that's a great place to start comfort zone yeah yeah so just share before we go into a bit about your story and how you are mm-hmm. in the place that you are now compared to where you were what yeah. does getting out of your comfort zone mean to you um it's difficult to put into words really um I'd kind of put it in kind of say just doing something that's not the norm like not like an everyday task that you you just wake up and you just do without even realizing it's kind of putting yourself forward to do things that perhaps you rot like things that you think about a lot like but then you just Mm, that's the key thinking about it but then not taking the action to do the thing yeah 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 because no growth comes in your comfort zone we all know that i bang on about that all the time um (laughs) Well, Kirsten is, I'm just deciding that you all know who Kirsten is, by the way. So Kirsten is a beautiful client of mine. Well, client slash friend, of mm-hmm. course. Um, and we met, how many months ago? It was, about, it was over a year ago. ago. Over a year ago. over a year ago. About a year ago, I'd say. And yeah. it was so funny how we met because you joined my random fitness group that I yeah. <laughs> that I started and oh I'm going to read Chris's comment in a minute Chris's commented oh, I feel like inside your comfort zone is like being in lockdown and you can't really do the things that you want to do hell oh, yes it's keeping yeah. yourself small and contracted when each and every one of us is meant for greatness it's yeah. whether or not we choose to step into that uncomfortableness to reach our greatness and it's a never-ending journey um, but yeah, me and Kirsten met through one of my fitness groups, which I just randomly started at the start of lockdown. And then we became one-to-one in a one-to-one relationship, client relationship. And now we're yeah. amazing friends and still work together as a client and coach. So when we first started working together, um, I gave you like different life areas to mark yourself out of 10. So roughly, just to tell the audience listening, it's things like self-love, self-worth, self-confidence, body image, relationships, happiness, spirituality, personal development, probably missed one or two. And they were quite low. The scores were quite low. Yeah, they were really low. When you first came to me. It's it's scary how much is changing a year. And as soon as you start actually paying attention to yourself Mm. and giving yourself time is when everything just gets better. Because before, I think... People go, oh, look after yourself. And I'm like, no, I can't look after myself because I haven't got time. But it was me stopping myself because I wasn't ready to be able to deal with myself or anything 
that's happened in the past and move forward and to, to cope to deal with things because you can brush things under the carpet for you can only do it for so long yeah and it ends up just taking over your life yeah i love that it's about i mean lockdown gave us has given us all the opportunity to stop and and mm. take a look within and like you said we often don't want to take a look within because we don't know what we're going to find and we don't want to no. know what we're going to find no what but as soon as you start giving yourself that time and attention everything could just improve it's amazing where i am now compared to where i was last this time last year it was awful and it's like it's kind of sometimes you feel a bit oh shall i say this shall i not say this but i actually think lockdown yes it's had lots of negatives for a lot of people but i've tried to take the positives from it and it's, it's given me time to to spend time with my husband my children myself most importantly mm. um and it's it's been it's been good for me but I, I know that it's not the case for for everybody so it's it's difficult to say lockdown was good because it was and it wasn't yeah um but, but per, for personal reasons I, it was it was what i needed so that's it and laura yeah. is watching hi laura she's completely can you see the comments as well yeah they yeah. flash up and then they go yeah, so Laura completely agrees with you. And what made you reach out to me to start coaching? Like, what was that kind of inside push that made you do that? I don't know. I think it was kind of a just, sorry, the sun's really bright. <laughs> it's like I'm set up upstairs and the view looks right above my head. And I pulled the blind down, but I'm like, if I move forward, it's like, whoa. <laughs> um, what, what was it? How did I get? Um, I can't remember, really. I think we just started workouts and i think i did a typical how to lose weight thing because i wasn't happy in my body um, and i think initially when we first like started talking um mm. like when you'd say well you got to look after yourself and everything better choices will come and i'm like i don't want that i just want to lose weight i can't be dealing with any of the other guff but it's the other guff as such <laughs> that actually makes you get there like for instance like make better choice like the better i feel so much better in myself now i wouldn't say i'm like perfect because there is no perfect because there's always room for improvement and growth mm -hmm. um but i think on the whole like, i'll make better choices rather than going like choosing like a three-course meal i'll look at things and i'll be like well, i don't really fancy that i like that but i don't fancy that and it's listening to what my body's telling me that I want like today I went to um went to Subway and I was like oh, no I don't want bread so I just had a salad and I absolutely love their salads they're amazing and you just feel like I just feel better and it's like I'm not eating a salad because I've got to eat a salad because I'm on this stupid diet I'm eating a salad because I want to eat a salad yeah you know that is I mean? key. it's the it's the why I mean you know in, in I mean you didn't really have disordered eating but in general no. in in anything in life it's just food if the motivation for doing the thing like for example some people like let's take um stepping on stage in you know as a bikini model like in fitness that is all 100 percent for aesthetic reasons you get on the stage yeah. prepared against other women and you're marked a number and then you, you win or whatever but some yeah. people could genuinely want to pursue that um career or what sports i'm going to call it sport because it is because they you know they're really into that they're not doing it because they don't feel that they're good enough they want to see how far they can push their body it all depends on the why behind everything so you're making you know more nutritious choices because you're checking in with yourself yeah definitely. which is everything.
I mean, I even when I had COVID um, in February this year, it was really, really scared me. And like, I think it scared me because my children had it as well, and my husband, and it was all four of us in the house. Mm. Um, and like, <laughs> my husband, bless him, whenever he's ill, he literally has to eat his way out of it. <laughs> so he was literally eating everything, like takeaways, because, and I was like, no, I don't want that. So I, w I was like still eating quite healthy. I'd started, um, Bella, one of the other girls that we both both know, she um, I think she did a podcast with you not long ago. Yeah. I started doing some of her exercise classes and um, her nutritional plan. And I started that in the week that I had COVID and I fully stuck to it. And I felt, even though I felt horrific with mm. COVID, it, I felt better for eating well. Because if I'd have eaten pizza, Chinese, Indian, <laughs> everything, it was just convenience yeah. rather than my body wanted not healthy nutritional foods and I think that helped me kind of get better I mean don't get me wrong though this year of spending time working on myself and and better like, like improving myself I've had some awful injuries I've hurt my back I was like spasmed. Mm. I was in bed for about two weeks I've had this horrific ongoing ear infection but I think like with the help of you Vic it's definitely helped me to listen to my body and to rest more like before like what, this time last year beginning of last year if you'd have said to me go and like go and meditate i'd be like do what <laughs> whereas now it's like oh have i got time for another or i'm not going to watch coronation street i think i'll put like a meditation on and just zone out and yeah. just relax and it's a lot of people think it's more wishy-washy rubbish but it, it isn't and i think it's from my experience because i used to feel like that i was like oh, what what's that about not can't deal with that once you actually let yourself explore different things it it literally can change your life yeah i love that you use the word let yourself as in like you allowed yourself to mm. explore things i mean of course you were taking um advice because you'd invested in yourself so the advice mm. i'm giving you if i'd said um, start meditating and you hadn't invested maybe you would have just kind of been like yeah but because you made the decision to change to create yeah. a life for yourself and your family you 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 made that energy shift to like right okay I don't know exactly what to do to feel better but I'm going to trust me which yeah. I'm so grateful for and then do the things that take you towards building a relationship up with yourself that's the here isn't it yeah and I think for me especially my ch like having two children that like as my daughter that was a massive thing for me because I remember having a, a discussion um with my mom years ago when I just had Esme or at some point and like saying her saying oh you're not the mom that I thought you'd be and it's like because I wasn't because I wasn't the mom that I thought I'd be because I had so much going on like crazy in my head I didn't have time to actually give them the attention that that they deserve and the attention that I wanted to give them whereas now we, we do and like it, it's hard because there is there are right and wrongs with parenting but what's right for some people isn't right for mm -hmm. others and everyone has their different ways and every child is different I mean you you've met both of them I think they are definitely <laughs> oh, yeah. different um like the little one is the the bitch got the biggest character and like I, I don't look at it as naughty and I'm not one of these mums that's like oh no she's not naughty it's character she is just character and I don't want it's the confidence and the mm. it's just amazing to watch and like sometimes I just stand back rather than shouting at her Georgia don't do this obviously I do do that sometimes because she does need talent yeah but 
you'd be able to, to stand back and look at look at her and then like when, with doing that i actually see so much of myself in her so much of richard in her so much of my mum in her it's actually amazing like before you just look at her and be like gosh she'd just be naughty where actually she isn't if you step back and actually watch what she's doing you can you can see why she's doing what she's doing yeah and sometimes it's for attention sometimes it's because she's copying what i've done or what a sister's done and that can sometimes make you stop as well and be like yeah i kind of know where she's got that from perhaps i need to think about because they're sponges aren't they basically yeah. kids and it's it's merely made me more aware of how my actions are and how she absorbs what i do and it's it's a reflect like it's a reflection of yeah of, of myself I love that. It's like that it's like, like coaching's holding a mirror up to you, to yeah. the person that I'm coaching. And you're true. I mean, again, I'm not a mum, so I don't. I can't speak from experience with this, but we can learn a lot from children, oh, and yeah. especially your children. Like you said, they almost hold a mirror up for you as a parent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> are you laughing at what what Lucy's put? No, I've not. I've not seen that one. What she put? Oh no, it was Laura. She's put. She has a plan. I don't. I think <laughs> she. she <does>. <laughs> have you noticed um any of your children start to copy you in the realm of self-care kind of because when i first met you and I'm, I'm sure you won't mind me sharing this no. you were feisty and yeah. you're still feisty because yeah. we don't you know we don't change who we are in that right. respect but you've learned to respond instead of i'm a lot calmer inside and that's really mm. weird it's like here like when people say where do you carry your, your feelings mine are always like here in my throat and like my chest um but yeah like i've always speak to like anyone that's known me since i was a child like my mom or my auntie janice or my auntie jane they'll be like oh gosh yeah she, she's always been like that and at work people are like oh where georgia gets it from Steve. i'm like i don't know what you're saying but it's 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 just who i am and i, I won't apologize for who i for who i am it's like if I used to really, really worry about what people think of me. Um, whereas now I'm like, if you don't like me, then that's 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 fine. That's your opinion. That's your choice. But I actually like myself now. Oh, um, and is. I've grown so much. Like, so I'll, yeah, to anybody that thinks it's, or doesn't know, like, reach out to somebody, whether it's a friend or a, a coach um or me and i can help give advice and send send people to you Vic. um it's it's just the best thing that i ever did like my mum my mum will often say i don't know how you've got through all the shit you've got through and it's like it's because of because of this because of me giving myself the time because of oh auntie janice is on hi auntie janice hi auntie janice <laughs> don't know you but hi <laughs> um but yeah it's it's important to just give yourself time really and believe in yourself mm, how if someone was asking for your advice in the context of what you just said was magic you don't really care what other people think like you are being you and that's the end of it how because you didn't you thought differently when we first started working together and it's obviously not me it's it's you that's done all the work but how have you got from there to there i think one of the hard the first steps and the hardest steps was removing toxic people from your life um when you mm. you realize that actually what have you 
getting from other people like energy wise and like sometimes I'm like in the past I'd be like energy what's this energy about whereas now like I did it to Rich the other day in the kitchen he made a comment and I just went oh like what are you doing I was like just just sending you I'm in a quite a good mood thank you you can take that and trot on type thing it's yeah it's just looking around you and and stepping back and assessing like is this person good for me what what are they bringing me what am i bringing them and things like that and like there's i've had i've got lots of friends i'm very lucky that i've got some very very special very close friends and i love everybody all my friends dearly and i'll be there for anybody but there are friends there are people i'd say acquaintances more now that you realize i don't whether it's partly getting older partly when you have children you just start looking at things differently and mm -hmm. i think i was always very influenced of by like my mom i mean i'm janice and, and people and, and their views and what they think is right and and that's like i say what's right for some people is not right for everybody and like me and my mom are quite similar but we and we we've clashed a lot over the years growing up and things and i was a little bit of a brat when i was younger of course there are quite a few problems and stresses um and if she was here she'd say she still do <laughs> um but it's we can discuss things a lot better now and like i'll, I'll try like i'll calm her down she's a bit like a coiled spring and i'm very aware of other people mm. and how they are and I'm, i'll assess situations and and occasions and and act appropriately like recognize if someone needs space mm. and try and diffuse like stresses and anger it's trying to put things like your thoughts and your facts there's a big thing like it's overthinking people can it, over people's just minds go crazy overthinking things and it's like no this isn't the fact this isn't the truth this isn't it you're thinking this the fact is I don't know. Your thoughts are facts. Your thoughts that aren't your facts, and it, it's it's just scary if you look how it spirals. If you don't actually just go, whoa, hold on a minute, let's stop and and kind of pick it apart a bit and say, well, yeah, because everyone has different opinions of things as well. If that makes sense. Yeah, I love how you throughout the whole process of working together and still continuing to do so, even if you're in a challenging situation it's not always about this person is doing this you always take a look at yourself first mm. you know you always come inward give the person what you think they need and then either take a back back seat or reach out to help them it's mm. not about you've you've gone deeper you've gone from the surface level he's just in our bed or she's just whatever to like mm. okay there's a reason why he or she is acting that way how yeah. am i to play a part in that can i better myself and then what can i offer them it's it's but then it's not rolling over either and saying you know yeah. i'm so in love and spirituality then everyone's bright and it's it's like you know you're still holding boundaries for yourself mm -hmm. you are yeah. but you're looking at it from a broader perspective and responding instead of reacting for sure yeah definitely and how what do you think gave you the permission i'm going to say the word permission because as women mm -hmm. We tend to use that a lot, even though we don't actually need permission. I remember coaching. I've said it to you. I think this, and you're like, here's your permission slip. I'm like, oh, thank you. Yeah, I think <laughs> it went on Google and was like, permission slip, and actually was like, sent you one, as in, here's yeah. your permission slip to believe in yourself. Here's yeah. the permission slip to set boundaries. 
definitely like why do you think as women and i'm not just stereotypical st stereotyping of course mm -hmm. but why do you think we kind of feel we need someone's permission to do something i don't know really i think you spend so much of your life trying to please other people you mm -hmm. you, you lose track of what what you are and think does that make sense oh yeah it, it's very it's really hard and i think especially when you have children you kind of end up taking so many steps backwards you kind of go right down the pecking order and it's like i've kind of worked my way back up the pecking order if you know what i mean about like the conveyor belt yeah i was going down everyone else is going up and i'm going <laughs> back down whereas now i'm like running up the side chasing up trying to get back up there and it it's amazing when you actually do that how how i love that analogy and that vision you have how if if anyone in um if any mothers are watching now or watching the replay and they feel and i can only imagine like i say i'm not a mum myself yet but i can only imagine that feeling of you going down and everyone's priorities going on top of yours because yeah. you're a mum and it's your duty to obviously provide for your family how have you gotten yourself back up to the top I say, like I said earlier, like lockdown did help, um, mm -hmm. and with the schools and nurseries and everything closing, I I took a career, I took a three month career break because I look, I recognised myself, my anxiety was horrendous, like I was literally like shaking, I couldn't, I just couldn't do my job to the standard that I wanted to do my job, um, and I, I kind of took a step back and I was like, I can't do this. Spoke to my husband, and yeah, ideally it wasn't easily affordable, but we were like, we could, we could do this. Um, because we just wanted to protect ourselves and the children it was all like it was like I felt like I was going back into living in a bubble mm. like I can the last I'd say eight nine years of my life well not the last year so much because I've worked worked my way out um, but the easiest way to describe how I felt was like a bubble and I wasn't I looked in the mirror and I, I what who I saw wasn't me mm. if that makes sense like I didn't really know who I was anymore I lost myself um and it was like a bit like you need that permission slip to to find yourself again and like at times you have to be ready it's a bit like exercising and things like if you're not in the right frame of mind to do it you're gonna put minimal effort in you might as well not bother yeah go rather than like don't try and do like a, an intensity like an, an intense class go for a walk like oh, I love, what, I love that. It, it, you're so right. at the time. Yes. It, and sometimes you have to go through the shit to get over the shit, to learn from it. Um, and like the past is the past. You can't change that. We can't change that. Yes, with hindsight, you've, there's lots of areas in my life I'd look, I would change and have done things a lot differently. But that's not possible. So there's no point using the time now, the present time, thinking about the past because that's what it is it's the past yeah you can it, all i can do is learn from the, the past mistakes i've made i'm going to make theory um and, and move forward and and try and do everything i can for myself and for my children and for my, my husband and my family and my friends and support people that care about that i care about that care about me mm -hmm. basically i've got the biggest heart and i'll just you just got to find who you are again really is is kind of the yeah the key, really. it's coming back to like a lot of spiritual conversations you know say things like come back home to yourself and i've mm -hmm. said this before and what that means is exactly what you're describing it's like finding who you are again but 
the, the funny thing is we were born with unconditional self-love for ourselves we have no fear we walk around naked in fact we don't even want to put clothes on like your georgia for example yes <laughs> this is not okay it's itching i am not wearing this i'm not wearing this ever so we you know we're born we're born loving ourselves so deeply and then as we go through our lives we unlearn we kind of fall out of love with ourselves as we go through life and then we get Sorry, to a stage that's okay we get to a stage in our life where we kind of we want to feel that unconditional self-love for ourselves then we unlearn all the stuff we've learned if it's making sense to come back to who we are again and that's yeah it's the unlearning you spend so much from like yeah. from the moment you're born but you're always learning every day you learn things whether you know it or not yeah um but it's it's unlearning the past oh yes i love how you phrase that it is unlearning the past i mean of course like i want to challenge your and again radical honesty which you always give me when you said hindsight is a fine thing and you would go back and make different choices would you would you actually and this isn't a, I'm not trying to get you to it's, see. It's, 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 sorry, I'm having to hold my phone now. I'm charging it because otherwise you keep falling. That's over. okay. Yes. okay. <laughs> I'll hold it like that. That's, that's uh, all right. We can still see you. Let me hold, hold on one sec. If I prop it up on there, it might stay. Yeah, oh, no, it might just slide a bit. There we go. I can't really see you, but never mind. Um, sorry, what were we saying? Um, Oh my God, I lost my train of thought. That was so good. Is that we cool? always do this. We always do. It was unlearning. It was oh, about unlearning. unlearning. Oh, changing the past. Would changing the past. past, yes. Would you? It's difficult. It's a really difficult question to answer. Um, I've got a background of us, like, a minute ago in the background. I can hear it. It's really bizarre. <laughs> can oh, you hear it's, it? It's all good this end. Oh, I don't know why it's playing. I'm getting like, it's weird. It's probably me and my dodgy ears. Um, what did I change? Yes. And, oh, I don't know, babe. I can't really say. It's, there's big things that have happened in my life that obviously I wouldn't wish anyone to have to go through um, the stress. And it's like I was, I found for both occasions of me having children turned out to, like not be the most stressful time of my life for having the child it was everything else going on in my life um and the thing i would change is not believing in myself mm. and not trusting my gut like like my t-shirt i don't know if you can see it it says follow your instincts never the crowd oh i like <laughs> that one i just love it and then on the back it says do you um, cool. and it's it's dead old and i can't find another one so it's like it should be white and it's a little bit like off white now but it's just one of my faves and i think everyone comments on it when i when i wear it and they're like what does that say and it's because it it rings true to people and then they read it and they're like oh but then they'll like move on again because they're like they've, they've allowed that little bit of time to like take an inner look but then they've gone oh no you've brushed it away exactly because that's what that's what people do um yes that's exactly yeah i think the thing i would change would just be not giving up on myself but not believing in myself and and not trusting my gut instinct because that is always right like if i ask myself any occasions in the past 
um, where I'm not trusting my gut instinct. How did it work out? And it went fucking horrendously wrong, sorry. Um, a oh, lot it's of the fine. Time. Um, whereas every time I do follow my gut now, because I'm, I'm very conscious of it now, then it's just, it's, it's always right. It's like that, what, what I weird. share, isn't it? It's like your yeah. Google Maps for life. Yeah. Like, let me just check with Google Maps, which is your gut feeling. So you, you say that's your gut. So do you feel it in your gut area? Is that where you feel it? No, it's all here with me. Oh. Like my throat and my, and my chest, like, it's always there. Yeah. So anyone watching, just, and it's okay if you don't know the answer, just stop practising. Mm. When and I think sometimes, I think sorry to interrupt, but I think sometimes not knowing the answer and, and being okay with that is a big part because you, not everything has a, a, mm. a yes, no, or a, a black, it's not black and white. It's sometimes it takes learning and development to actually find the answer. Yes. It is in there. It's just getting, finding a way, your own way, because everybody will be different of getting it out. Yeah, and in fact, sense. Matt Carlin told me something once, and it stuck with me for so long. We all know Matt Carlin. Well, not all of us, but me and you know Matt Carlin. He said to me, if you don't know what to do, do nothing. And yeah. that's the best piece of advice I've heard, because I'm all about listening to my intuition always, since I've learned this, um, how to do that. But sometimes it's kind of, is it a yes? And you start doubting yourself, then you get up in your head and you don't know what you're doing. So if anyone listening, you know, practice making a decision about something small as what you're going to eat to start with, or whether you're going to go out or not, or what, whatever, practice feeling where you feel that yes or no in your body. And like Kirsten said, it doesn't matter if you don't know the answer, that's okay. But from the advice, oh, you've dropped me. From the advice that um, I've been given by Matt Carlin is, if you don't know what to do, do nothing. And then it will come to you. The exact right thing for you on your life path will come to you as a sign. And even yeah. when it comes to you, you don't have to take it. Like Kirsten said, yeah. the amount of time she's ignored her gut feeling, because mm -hmm. we all get a choice as a human. And that's the whole point in life. We get a choice to do yeah. everything. But it's, it's taking responsibility for your choices as well. And a lot of people in, in life won't take responsibility mm -hmm. for their own actions and and that that it, it that's it, it is what it is type thing but only you can to, can move forward it's it's easy to blame yeah. everybody else but to actually look at yourself and be like mm, yeah what did i actually do with like what was my involvement what was my role in this um being self-aware as well yeah. and if and if it's all just getting too much just go to sleep that's what i do yeah <laughs> tomorrow's a new day and yeah but, because but, there are occasions where you just need to do that. You can't think anymore. You can't cry anymore. You can't shout anymore. You, there's just no point. Like you just, you've got nothing else. If you feel that exhausted, whether it be for for whatever the reason, I just that's where I really find, and have found over the last year, sticking a meditation on, or reading a book, mm -hmm. making time. Because there's always a reason why you can't do something. Yeah. Like, well, I can't do this. I've got time. Well, you can. You just don't want to. Yeah. Because you can't. Like I've done it. Like, and there are occasions that I don't read every single night in bed. But I quite happily. Like when I first started talking to you, and you like you go to bed early, I was like, oh my god, is she for real? Last um, night, off I go. Babe, I'm the same. I, I'll have like one or two nights a week where I'll be like past nine o'clock. Um, and it's like, oh my god, this is dead late. You always feel a bit naughty. 
And it's like a friend. What well, I've got a friend who 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 rang me and she was and I didn't answer. I was like, I'm sorry, babe. And she's like, You've always been bed early now. I'm like, I know, babe. I just love bed because I just do. I put my phone on Do Not Disturb. I've got like a countdown to go on to like no, Do Not Disturb starts to like I think I've got it set for nine, so I'll get a reminder at half eight. But I always like plan my evenings to be. So I'm going to be in bed for half eight or at least in bed reading, not asleep by half eight, but in bed either listening to a podcast, reading my book for half an hour or doing whatever, putting meditation and whatever feels right for me at that point, I will do that. I love and that. That's honestly, was... And that's because I've made the time yes. for that. And you've set boundaries for yourself. Like, mm. this is what I want in my life. And this is what's going to happen. But I'm just checking the time because I've got, okay, cool. For the, for the last 10 minutes, we've got, I've got another call at three. I'm an hour ahead of you. I would like you to speak to and, and give as much information as you like. Um, alcohol and shopping. You used to use that as a, oh, I'll just numb. I'll just shop or I'll just drink. Like, yeah. I mean, the really bad. you have with alcohol is fantastic now. It was, yeah, it was pretty, it did get pretty bad at some, at one point, like, I'd just be like, well, I was looking to do, so I'll just drink. It's like, yeah, this is not, and this is what I was saying earlier, like, I knew that I didn't really want to, but it was like an out-of-body experience. I was like, I could see myself doing, drinking far too much, like, it was not good for my health, I had no energy, I ate, like, crap food because I couldn't be bothered to make nice healthy nutritionist food um I'd shout at the kids I'd hate mm. rich at one point I kicked rich out yeah and it's like it's all like this bizarre thing and it's like I'm watching down on my it's a bit like a, I don't know like looking down like who the hell are you yeah um and like I did um I was like I said to you I didn't drink for probably like I def definitely did dry jam I think and, and we, then you we went into Lent as well, didn't you? Yeah, we did it till lockdown eased. We didn't really, I think I had one or two drinks, but that was because I wanted to, not yeah. because I felt like I had to, because I, I found I started getting to the stage where I was starting to look at alcohol as a bad thing and was starting to develop a bad, like, a bad opinion of, of mm. alcohol. And yeah. alcohol, you, you, you like, if you, some people can have a lot, some people can have one drink and just have to drink bottles and bottles and and it, it it's really difficult really and a lot of it's habit and i think the hardest thing for me was breaking the habit mm. with when it came to drinking like because you associate it with things um but i mean now like i went to the pub with my friend lucy last night had we had we had probably a little bit too much to drink but we had a good night and i was drinking because through enjoyment and not because i felt like i had to because at some points I was, it was like, well, I, I need to just, I need to have a drink. And it's that and word it, need, like I, like yeah, and, if and there, I'm not going to be okay. Yeah. That's the trigger, isn't it? Mm. To look into and it. It's, and it's like making better choices. Like I made the choices to, to, to not drink for a while and then realized that that wasn't actually right for me. But I broke the habit of, of drinking to, to mask issues. And I think, actually, I think it was on Coronation Street. I think, um, like you, you get drunk at somebody because you're angry. So you, you're drinking because you're angry. Mm. But rather than doing that, look at why are you angry and yeah. things. And it's yeah, it's 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 tough. But yeah, it's I feel so much better now, and I enjoy having a drink with friends socially. And 
and that. And I've always, I've always liked to drink. I've always liked to go to the pub. I've always been a very, very social person. Like anybody that knows me is probably laughing at this. Um, our Wendy's watching. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Um, but like, <laughs> like obviously went like from the manor when when I lived at the manor, it just all felt like a complete bubble to me. I don't. It's just like a the time of my life that could have been so much more amazing than it was. Like it was the most beautiful house, the it, beautiful place to live. Everybody there is absolutely lovely, and I miss miss m many people. I didn't know everybody there, but I knew quite a few people, and everybody was so lovely. It was like a little community type thing, and I, I really missed that. Um, but personally, I'm happier living where we live now because I don't have any of the shit on my shoulders that I had when I lived there. Yeah. Um, it wasn't the house or anything. It was the circumstances and things. Like I'm in a completely different place now and mentally I'm just happier. Like, I actually feel like I live life every day and I don't just exist. Yeah. And that's a really strange feeling and it does make me teary thinking, like, talking about it because... It is, it was, it has been, it's been, been an emotional time. Um, but along the journey, I've met a lot of wonderful people. I love you. What are you, as there's two things I want to ask you before we finish. Which mm -hmm. one shall I ask you first? But okay, the first one, where do you see yourself going in terms of personal development? Like, what do you feel you still need to practice and work on? If there's anything, I love how you never mark it out of 10. It's always like a nine because there's always room for improvement. Mm. Um, I don't know. You know I hate these. You do this on purpose. I've done it on purpose. I know you have. I'm, I just don't know what to say. And I, oh, um, I don't know. It Just to keep, just carry on being true to myself, really, and working on myself and doing what feels right for me and my family and, mm. and not, and not, caring not not caring but not like realizing that if it if i do something that's not people don't approve of then that's that's my choice and i'll own that choice do you know what i mean rather than worry about it and stress myself it's well that's what it is if you don't like it then bye like yeah it, always connecting to self and putting yeah self-awareness is a big yeah. thing for me yeah um yeah and the last question, it might make you teary and it, it might not, but tears are always welcome. It, I feel teary asking the question. If you could go back to a year and a half ago, what would you tell your younger Kirsten, like when she's in that struggling and in that pain, like what would you say to her? Just to believe in yourself um, and that you are a good mom and just continue just believe in yourself you'll get there it's just tiny baby steps i feel very emotional <laughs> <laughs> but it is it is it's baby steps you can't jump from being a bit like depressed like I, they say like the doctors diagnosed me with um, postnatal depression but to me it wasn't it wasn't that i started suffering with depression a long time before that and i can pinpoint it um to like to the exact time when it was um but it, it doesn't matter when it was, but I know that it was, it kind of in a way made me who I am and I've learned from it and you should never be ashamed of yourself because it is just a journey and, and you, you can get through anything if you just give yourself the time and the love to do that 
and obviously having an amazing coach that year with yeah. good family and friends and and my husband like me and rich i met rich when i was 15 we've been on and off together ever since and like we've been married 10 years this year um and it's like shit i feel really old like god i'm like i'm, a, like I'm an actual adult i don't want to be an adult no we're never an adult no don't lie but i don't want but it doesn't really matter because like, i'm i'm not i'm just kirsten that's yeah. who i am and um but yeah just i think it's important to just be happy in yourself and follow your in follow your heart google maps follow your heart oh, you've been amazing kirsten thank you so much for sharing a bit of your story and for being oh, no, vulnerable and open yeah. and thank you for everyone who's watching and I love you to bits and of course I will see you on WhatsApp and I'll see you tomorrow because we've yeah. got our group call. Yes, one o'clock. Yeah. I will stick the girls in the bedroom playing with the dolls and hopefully there won't be too many arguments. <laughs> oh, they'll come in. They'll come <laughs> they in will. Okay, it's fine. Can I have a black currant? I make it water at the bottom, black currant at the top. <laughs> Standard. Oh, is that that's a new thing? Oh, she does it all the time. So she's mixed she's got... in. I'm intrigued in this new drink thing. No, she's always done it. She comes in and she's like, can I have black currant please, me? I'm like, yes, sweetheart. And she's, I was like, but because it's so cute when she says it, she goes, like, how do you do it, Georgia? And she's not, I'm surprised because she's pretty intelligent. I'm surprised she's not clicked on that we're just doing it because it makes us laugh every time. <laughs> but she's like, what out the bottom, black currant out the top? Oh. And it's just the cutest little thing. She's gorgeous, yes. as are you. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for your patience on getting on this live as well, because we, I know how to do it now. Use my phone. Yeah, we've, we've mastered it now. We've mastered it. Time. And I'm going to save this episode and put it into a podcast as well, because people need to hear your journey and your heart. So thank you again. And thank you to anyone watching. And I love yeah, you. I love you. Cool. Love you all. Have Bye. an amazing weekend. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you so much. I would love to ask you a little favor that will literally take you probably one minute. Can you do that for me? Okay, it is to rate and review this podcast. And the reason I'm asking you is because if you do this for me, it will enable me to reach more women so I can help them and spread the message around the world of self-love, food and body freedom, which is much needed. So again, thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, by the way, please screenshot it and tag me on social media on Instagram at Victoria Kleinsman and on Facebook, it's Victoria Kleinsman. Okay, have an amazing day. Sending you lots of love.